What up, everybody? This is Dario Hunt from Living Life Fearless. We are back, Volume 2 of Music Files, Season 2, with my co-host, as always, Mr. Dries Walker. Say what up to everybody. What's up, everybody? Thank you for coming back, joining us for the Music Files, Volume 2, Season 2. So, Grammys happened last month, and we've been busy as hell, so we didn't get around to it, but we are back. And we are ready to talk about the winners, everything that happened, and the most important, who won the bet? <laughs> Pretty sure it's me. <laughs> we made some predictions. So first of all, let's just you talk know, about... We're going to talk um, about the winners. <laughs> what'd you think about it? About the Grammys uh, yeah, overall? <sighs> I don't know. Something about the Grammys to me is like they they fit in a lot. They fit in so much music, musical acts. That's what's cool about it. Like the Grammys is cool because it's like this really dope like live concert. But such a long like, show. The variety, yeah, it's a long show with a lot of different acts, and not everybody is like my taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some of it I was bored like honestly I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna name names but I was bored a few times but out of the times that I wasn't bored there were some extraordinary moments where I was like oh shit that just happened you know like obviously Beyonce <laughs> like regardless of rewards the simple fact that she performed while she was so far along pregnant with twins and the manner in which she performed that shit was epic. I was I was I was in shock. I was like, you just combined the like the like Tupac 3D shit with like a live performance with you yourself. Like that shit looked epic. It was crazy. Yeah, I think she's got to be possibly that's probably the most entertaining <laughs> performer out there today. <laughs> like no matter if you like her or not, like you, you can't deny that she she fucking kills it. Like I was trying to figure yeah. out, like are those people or those holograms? Like I like because the way they like, I know, right? It was together, so crazy. It was, like, it was pretty fucking. Insane. I was like, how are they layering this right now? I was like, this is a live performance. What are they doing? Like, <laughs> like I just it was crazy. You put she's working with a uh a super dope like yeah, set design is, uh yeah. like artist but yeah this person they're actually on a I saw them on a Netflix documentary it was about like art and design but she was on there and she works with Beyonce and I was watching that show and I was like that has to be her she, work cuz like she, she works with like mirrors and like, a lot of illusionary stuff but yeah so I was just like yo that was that was so sick though, like in the way she was just like she was just like oozing queendom. She like. was. I will say <laughs> it was a little a little long fucking winded, but it was just so yeah. like artistically good that you kinda you just had to watch. It it felt like she made the Grammys her own personal uh video show. Outside of her, I'd have to say <laughs> Uh, Bruno Mars is a close second for most entertaining performers out there. He is yeah. fucking amazing. Bruno is the dancer 100%. When he did uh, and the Prince tribute, I was like, yeah. 
Yeah, he did. Exactly. That was another one of those big moments. I mean, and I was surprised, honestly. I was like, oh, it's Bruno. Who else? You know? <laughs> I, mean, knocked it out the park, I know, though. but still. And he looked fresh, too. Like, <laughs> I mean, Is there anything this dude can't do, like, musically? Mm-hmm. He he captured the whole vibe, the essence, like, guitar was, he killed the guitar. Like, yeah, he, he did his thing. So, Bruno, right. Beyonce, pretty highlights for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the Metallica one. Actually, with Lady Gaga, even though I could dip out her, but I like yeah. the Metallica one. That was dope. I just wish they had. Um, I wish they didn't fuck up oh, on no, the they audio him over completely. Like he didn't have a mic for like, like the first like guy. I was like, of the, yo, I'm like, yo, I was like, what's going computer? on? Yeah, I was so confused, but I was like, oh, they're fucking up. Oh, they fucked him over. That's like, what's happening. His mic was cut yeah. out for good, like forty. 40 seconds right. I was like that's disrespectful <laughs> right there yeah so that was that was the moment where it was like super dope but then like super like get your shit together Grammys <laughs> but it was live so I mean what other than do? that like honestly there wasn't too much that like just fucking jumped out at me it was kind of just eh just normal nothing yeah, just the, the usual happenings. You the know? host was pretty shady I don't to think. me. Um, James Corden. Oh yeah, I, I just think he was. <clears> well, that's what's weird. Is like I like him on his show. I like watching him on his show doing his own skits with people, but I don't like him on stage hosting nah, he things. Was, he was <laughs> I was just like, all right, he's trying like, so hard to be funny right now. It's just not working. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But overall, I'd give it a, a C, C plus. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a C plus. Maybe even, I'll give it a B minus. I'll give it an overall B minus because it it still makes the history books. It's a it's a Grammys to remember, I think, because there were some key moments, yeah. you know, where it just makes sure that you you remember something about that that this happened this year at the Grammys. You know, it's not one that'll stick with me, man. <laughs> I give it a C. I was being real generous with the C plus. Uh, yeah, I don't think overall, like I said, but you know, you're gonna remember. You're going to remember how Adele basically said, well, okay. yeah, Beyonce deserves this she award. Did you yeah, know. She did. She did fuck up um, at one point. Yeah, and she fucked up and then and restarted, restarted on yeah. the dedication that she was doing for... Um, George uh, Michael. Yeah, George Michael. So, like... But that was so genuine too, just like oh, her no, speech, got, you know. It was like, like a lot of respect. It was so heartfelt that. and like, yeah, I understand. Like that's courage, you yeah, know, like, like a, totally hard thing that's to do as an artist. Like be like, Yeah, I fucked up. Let me try that again. Right. Like hello live audience, hello thousands of people here. Give me a sec. Let's reset. I wanna fuck this up. This is a tribute. You know, like it was a good I like how she did that, but at the same time, she had to do that because she didn't get it right the first time. So, if Beyonce did that, Beyonce would never perform at the Grammys again. 
<laughs> they would be like, ah, fiance did that. They would have like hounded her. Chance, chance did even bring, if she did it know, the same the way. Church out. Yeah, <laughs> chance. Shit's funny. So let's talk about the winners. Let's talk about our picks. Let's see. So we'll start with the big one, album of the year. Album of the year. Dun, 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 dun. The winner was Adele. <laughs> Adele, 25. But of course. <laughs> I chose Beyonce. You chose Justin Bieber. I did. We were both wrong. Both wrong. But. Which is good. <laughs> I I can't say I'm su- I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised Adele won. Oh, yeah. But I thought for sure this is the year Beyonce was going to win. Uh album of the year this is her best album of her career by far and i think it had the oh, yeah. biggest impact of any album to drop over the last year right yeah man and i didn't just pick beyond not pick her because you picked beyonce i, I didn't pick beyonce because i know how the grammys roll. <laughs> the, the grammys are are awkward they gave they gave her the best album in the secret category like <laughs> I, but, I mean, yeah, I I couldn't do it. Honestly, I think she just wanted me because she's far less divisive of an artist. You know? Yeah. She doesn't have to cross over. There's no such thing as crossover for Adele. She's just everywhere. I mean, her you music know, like isn't really... Beyonce... It's just good music. It's not something that you feel some type of way about. Beyonce's was very yeah. racially, you know? Culturally charged, so I could see right. not winning, but it should have won. Let's just be real. For sure. Record of the year, you chose Work by Rihanna. I chose Hello I by Adele. <laughs> and the winner Hello by Hello Adele. Hello won. So you got points on that one. <laughs> yeah, don't be surprised. There's many Good more choice, sir. Time. <laughs> so that's one for me. That's not zero it. for you. Yeah, and two for Adele. <laughs> so far, best new artist. But trust me, there's more. I chose Chance the Rapper. Artist. You chose the Chainsmokers. Yeah. I don't know why, I but did. you chose Chainsmokers. Hey man, they were popping. The chain smokers were making noise. <laughs> and the winner was But not as much noise as Chance. Chance the rapper. Chance That's the two. rapper. Acid rapper. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Two points for D. So best rock <clears throat> album. We both chose Weezer. <laughs> Yeah. And the winner was Cage the Elephant, Tell Me I'm Pretty. So we both get no points yeah. for that. Zero points. Even my second or third pick would have lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have picked Panic of the Disco. I don't, I don't know. Cage the Elephant was my first time hearing of them. Right. Well, apparently it's an album to listen to, so. Might have to go check that out. 
Caged elephant. <laughs> Best alternative. We both chose Bonnie Bear. And the winner was and? <laughs> David Bowie for Black Star. Which is not surprising. I'm not surprised. We said this, you said this before, earlier when you were picking. You said the posthumous award, he will most likely get it just because he did pass yeah. away. And I yeah. agree. And, they love to do that. And look what just happened. But I just didn't I didn't I didn't feel like it was necessary. Like I didn't know they were gonna just fall in line again, you know. I was like, oh, it's twenty seventeen. Maybe they'll <laughs> pick the actual best music. But Yeah, no. I think it was not necessary. Bonnie Vera for sure was the better album, regardless. Right. Um I feel I mean, like we've shit, already had the music a the song tributes for him and but they did what they they felt like they should have did. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know. Best urban contemporary. Best urban. We both chose urban contemporary. Beyonce. Even though you did and almost go, you did almost go with Rihanna. You were about to go with Rihanna. I almost <laughs> did. I was so close, but I did. So you got your first point. Beyonce, Queen Beyonce eliminated. You got your first points. You got on the board finally. And I have three. Right. (laughs) Three to one. Yeah. But that's just, and that's what I was talking about with the seeker category. Like, what what does urban contemporary even mean? Um, Not rap, not quite R&B. Right. Others, <laughs> but still black. <laughs> so, but you can be the best at the kind of black stuff that's not quite pop, but it's pop music, but I mean, it's not R and B or rap. Only black people in there, so something like it. <laughs> I know, dog. That's what they made sure. Like, <laughs> uh, no ill intent. I'm not. I'm just saying. This, that's how it felt. <laughs> All right. Best rap album. We both did what we oh. thought they would do, and we chose Drake. And this was my big surprise. Oh. I did not think, even more so than Adele winning over at Beyonce, I did not think Chance would win best rap album with Drake and Kanye in it. That was amazing. But he did. So, congrats, congrats to him. Congrats. That's amazing. I did a whole piece on, you know, how he uh, changed things with that those two historic wins. So, yeah. It's a win-win. It's a, it's a, it's a good year for Chance the Rapper. And the last, crazy. we wanted to see who had the most wins from this year's Grammys. Mm-hmm. And you went with Drake. And I went with... Beyonce. The winner was yep. Adele, who had five wins. Yeah. But out of, out of Beyonce and Drake, they both had two apiece, but Drake had them for the same song. Someone count his as well. <laughs> I got four points. Uh, I got four points on the board. You got one win. <laughs> yep. 
that that's because I was trying to. I wasn't going with my heart. I was going with. I was going with what I thought the judges would do. Man, you gotta step up so your music game, man. That's so that's, that's rule number one, ladies and gentlemen. Always go with your gut when you're guessing. <laughs> so winner, winner, chicken dinner. I have won the Grammys, and next show when we do the Fearless show, I'm sure I will win the Oscars too. Nah. Nah. Can't touch me when it comes to this culture stuff. Come on, man. Come on, man. You might get lucky with a couple in the Oscars. But oh, I should have had. I should have had five, at least six out of the Grammys if if they were voting correctly. Uh, but you know but they, they, they voted, did. and they you were wrong. Did. There's no should have. There's what you guess, and then what actually happens. So we'll see what happens with the Oscars. <laughs> So those are the only categories, you know, we cared about. Um, sorry for all the yeah. There's a lot of other categories in the country and all the other ones. We just, I just didn't care. So and they don't, <laughs> did, and they didn't even get televised. So yeah, I mean, the funniest part, so the best part to me about the Grammy, like when when the people win their Grammys. Um, I love how after the Grammys are over and they have their awards, they get to actually have their own little, like, however long I want to talk, like, thank you press conference kind of thing in the back. Like, like it's crazy because Adele talked for longer than she did on stage, like, on the second stage when, like, the Grammys are over and they get to do the, like, exit, like... <clears throat> interview speech or whatever it is. I don't know what it's called exactly, but yeah, those are actually, if you look those up, those are actually pretty interesting because everybody gets to talk a little bit more about their character they played, or I mean, not played, the uh, the music and like their directors and all that. It's just more Yeah, once the show stopped, I stopped, so. <laughs> I knew I had the win in the back. That's all that matters to me. Uh, I was just shocked with Beyonce's performance. I'm gonna sound like a Beyonce stan, but you, you she sound fucking you sound like shit. part of the beehive right now. I mean, watch if if you didn't if for the people who are listening, if you have not seen Beyonce's performance at the Grammys, you need to find that right now. Like this is not a game. Like this is one of the dopest Grammys performances they've ever had. Like however long All they've been a part you sound of like a real part of live performances right now at the Grammys, which is since day one. <laughs> this is in the top ten performances. Beyonce and she was pregnant. She didn't even have to do much, and it was and she still killed it. Like she wouldn't even have to dance, and she she was sitting down for half the bit. <laughs> like think about it, Beyonce was sitting down on stage for half the performance and still slayed that shit. Like. That's a hardcore. That's hard to do. And then we, we we go back to Adele, who had to restart on a tribute that you know you had to do good. So that's all I'm saying. Is that sounding like a part of the Beyonce beehive. shit was fire. Let me find out. Beehive. Let me find I'll, out. Hey, hey. Let me find out you're part of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the killer bees. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I might be, and I didn't even know. Like <laughs> Beyonce was dope, but her shit does stink too. Yeah. yeah. So enough about the Grammys. They were a month ago. 
They happened. I won. Right. Whatever. Let's move on. Let's talk right. about some of this new music that's come out. Over yeah, the past we haven't weeks. talked about the drop since the last episode. So uh, let's see what we got coming out lately. <clears throat> Actually, it's been kind of dry. Hasn't been a whole lot. Um, it's been a little slow. Notable. Well, um, there's a notable. <laughs> Let's just not say not notable. First of all, future. Are you, are you I said there's about? not a whole lot. There's some notable, but not like they, the yeah, There were some. So future dropped a two. Well, he dropped an album, self-titled Future. And then a week later, he dropped Hendrix. So this is the future Hendrix double tape, except they're separate albums, basically released which is interesting but uh that's one thing that came out i don't know if you want to talk about that right now or not first of all what do you think about futures two drops i thought well first of all i didn't even know it was gonna be two drops so like when first when future came out i was like oh futures album I was like, what? It was like a surprise. <clears throat> so I, I get the album and I'm listening to it. I go through it on the subway while I'm on the way to work and listening to it on a break. And then I'm trying to figure out like, what are my favorite songs? And then I'm like, it feels like all the other mixtapes. And then, but then I was like, does it though? And then there's, then I'm, I find myself searching for why it's not. And that was my problem was like I had to look, I had to like really look at the mixtape, like the album and, and like what's the difference between your mixtapes and your albums future. And I couldn't find a difference at all. Is like it I, an album? Is it a mixtape? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, there's that, So that's how I feel. But I mean, there's some good songs on there. There's some trap music. There's some classic future on here. He's always good for at least three good three three good songs on any project yeah at least three yeah so i was me. not impressed i was very unimpressed i was a little disappointed some of the people honestly. i know who are the biggest future fans were like i'm not that impressed <laughs> i know right for real all you future fans cannot say that's his best work even it in the last like five pieces self. he dropped like Especially for those of you that want to listen, the first tape he dropped felt very uninspired. (laughs) It did though, right? It sounded like it sounded a little forced. Like he just like these almost were like this is like a throwaway compilation. This is that's what they he should have titled this like throwaways. (laughs) He had some good, and then it would have been fire. Like oh, these are future's throwaways, like. But they were not like anything that will yeah, be on my mind, you know, a couple weeks. At it's all. not even on my mind now. Like I said, well, there's one song. One week. song has a hook that I love. Like, because the one song has a hook that's stuck in my head, and it's I'm So Groovy. <laughs> that's it. It's just I'm So Groovy. That's right. I got power. Like, that. I remember that. That's us. That's, that's one he, song. I think Hendrix is substantially better than. Future. Oh, Hendrix is and way it's more, better. Uh, album quality. Way better. But it's also 
it's weird because it doesn't have any like real lead trap songs on it. It's like yeah. an almost all commercial album. Right. So Hendrix was my weird. whole takeaway was why didn't he just take the best from both and combine them <laughs> into something better? Right. Instead of putting out two albums with a lot of filler. That's how I felt. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that would have. But that's not Future's style. I mean, I saw I saw a video where Future was talking about it and he was just saying like he's geared up and ready to just honestly, I feel like he's just gonna do what he did last year and just keep dropping shit. Like I think there's gonna come a point where he's gonna drop like three more tapes this year at least. I feel like he's just gonna drop. Like he can't stop. And that's why they're not always that good. Quantity does not trump quality. And there right. was only one true mixtape run, and that was with Little Wayne. Nobody was <laughs> even close. Nobody can touch it. It's getting out of hand now. Like, nobody will ever touch the mixtape game like Little Wayne touched that shit. Like, like, we remember the names of the tapes, and we're waiting for the next ones like they were albums. Like, like Dirty Sprite 1 and 2 aren't even... Aren't even the drought one and two, you know, and and Little Wayne's got the Carter one and two, like so like if if if, if Future's albums ain't on Wayne's mixtapes levels, I mean, and that's hard to say. I can't be saying stuff like that. Some people are gonna get mad, but unfortunately, it's the truth. <laughs> Future's just not lyrically, but hey, hey. Future has no lyrics, first of all. It's just keep it hunting. <laughs> True. He's all melodies and rhythm. So it's crazy. Um Yeah. Two chains has more enough bars with than his, future. Enough with his throwaways. Um <laughs> two albums I haven't listened to that are extremely good are Big Sean I Decided. Oh yeah. And Finn by Sid. Oh yeah. Which Sid was on my list for most for top ten most anticipated albums, yeah, of the year. <clears throat> I've been listening to that big yeah, Sean a lot off, too. Yeah, let's talk about Sean. Honestly, what'd you feel? I'm gonna go out and say this is probably his best work. A lot of people are gonna are gonna are gonna. Are gonna Probably, I mean, there's probably some fans that think um, his last project, Dark, Sky uh, Dark Skies Paradise, was his best work. And I mean, that's because it had a couple more, like, more commercial bangers on it. Like, like more rememberable. Yeah, sort it's of more hooks. exciting. But, like, this album was like a concept album, like, that. It seemed it seemed crafted way better than like anything he's done before, except for finally famous. So like since finally famous, I hadn't seen him really put together a storyline that connected. Like finally famous was the concept, so like it's easier for him to string that through a mixtape. But like with this I decided thing, it was really him presenting that concept in in a way like of him deciding and and reflecting 
you know, on decisions and like how we should make new moves. But in a weird way, I just liked it. It was a really reflective album that I wasn't, I was surprised to hear, even though it still has some club hits, you know, it still got some of those, you know, like I got the moves, that song. But I don't even, honestly, I skipped the club songs. The songs, but there's only like two or three on there, which is dope. Like all the other stuff on here. And I was honestly surprised by the Eminem verse, how long it was. <laughs> so, like, that's a plus. I was like, wait, what happened? I was like, Eminem. Then I listened, and I'm like, oh, this is like, this is the real Eminem. This, is, this isn't just, like, <laughs> a stop and pop. Like, he kind of just shitted on the track. So that's, like, almost Eminem song, No Favors. I think Dark Sky Paradise was like its first step into making more cohesive and more mature albums. Mm-hmm. Because there's an album before, you know, they have like always these goofy ass songs on there. There's always like one or two just goofy songs on there. It's just like, it's good for like one play, two plays. Yeah. Like that 10 to 10 made um, me cringe. I didn't like having to say. I woke up working like a Mexican. Like that sounded like like racist <laughs> in a weird way. So I was just like, I can't sing that song. I uh, love the song, but I can't that say one it. didn't make me cringe so much as the one with Nicki Minaj. Oh. Uh, the MILF song. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, like it's funny the first time, but like not something I'm gonna be listening to, you know, consistently. Yeah. Um and Dark Sky Paradise was first up to you know making better, <laughs> just better shit, honestly. And uh, yeah, and my favorite Migos song, even more of a step for him. Yeah, I think yeah. this is more, even more of a step for him, like going more in depth and more talking about his personal life and and everything without the goofy lines and the goofy songs. Right. I don't think it's as catchy or as exciting as Dark Sky Paradise, but yeah, it's just as deep whereas his first couple albums i definitely would like listen to a couple times and be done with them because there's just not like a whole lot to what he's saying and mm-hmm. now like this time around like you can listen to it more than a handful of times and there's more stuff to it you know so right <clears throat> it was a very 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 solid album yeah and it's up for best and it's up for best of the month uh from february so it's honestly don't be surprised if it wins it's my pick Honestly, I don't. I haven't heard it. Actually, shit. Wait, did that come out March? That's what? Dark Sky Paradise came out in March. Oh, last year? No, the, I mean no, not Dark Sky Paradise. I decided. Did that come out this month? No, it came out February. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was about to say, Drake's um, about to drop a playlist this weekend. <laughs> right here so other than that um, there was Sid Finn which was my top 10 Mm -hmm. for this year and the Migos was their drop before did we talk about that last Migos in February yeah cause that was honestly we did not talk about that last time yeah they debuted at number one they did. They were doing their numbers. Uh, How'd you feel? All right. They, uh, for me, 
for me, they uh, they surprised. Um, T-shirt. Their last album, their first album, Young Rich Nation, was pretty garbage to me outside of like a couple songs. Yeah. And I just thought they were going to be, you know, mixtape rappers for their, the rest of their careers mm-hmm. where they put out hit songs every three mixtapes and that's right. it. But this album actually showed that, you know, they can make a solid album and it was a mm-hmm. solid album. Obviously, yeah. it got the smash hit, Bad and Bougie. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't hurt having a, a song like that on your right. album. Also got T-shirt, which is another yeah, banger. That's on the charts, but it's not just straight bangers all the way through. Like it actually is an album, which is surprising for me to hear from trap. Rappers. Yeah, I was really taken back, and that's what made Future's future album so frustrating. Is <laughs> like it came out after the Migos, and I just got to hear them do better than I thought they would, and then Future did like. He just let me down a little bit. I was looking for like some hype on Future, and he didn't give me enough. I I think Kelly Price was fire. Yeah, yep. What's the price? With Travis Scott and Travis Price's, Scott. Prices, prices. <laughs> I love that shit. All of their shit, like honestly, they're dope as fuck as a group. Like Migos is tight. I I didn't want to like them, you know. Like I didn't. I still don't. Kind of like I still kind of want to hate, but. Like they're they're pretty fucking dope, honestly. Like I don't, but I respect their grind and I respect their music. I respect mm. what they do, but <laughs> like most of what they stand for. But I I, I listen to their shit. Can I say everybody's bad. So. Um, there's another debut, uh, Jadania, the Chief. Oh um, yeah, Jadania. It was that dude. okay. He yeah, actually got me really hyped towards the last, last year after I heard a couple songs and after seeing him on Luke Cage and everything. Like I really thought like he's going to have something crazy different. It's something fire. And it was just okay. There were some good songs, some really good songs and some interesting songs. And there's just some songs that are just very almost generic in a way. So... It was just okay. That is, I was, I was pretty excited to hear, it and it just didn't quite live up to that hype for me. Word, <clears throat> but yeah. So Jadena, his fucking album was sick. Like, I mean, not entirely. It was just some of the new flavor he brought to hip hop. I liked a lot because you don't get a lot of um, crossover from, say, like Africa or just African Americans that who actually lived in Africa and stuff like that. So I liked that that was brought into, like, American mainstream. Yeah, he definitely embraced his uh, heritage, his dad's heritage, for sure. He does it since mm-hmm. the beginning, you know, an album title and the way he dresses, the music videos. Right. Just like you said, it is unique, and it is something that I've never really seen in hip-hop, and I like it. It's just, I think some of the songs could have been more interesting to reflect his interesting background. Mm-hmm. Because some of it was a little generic, even though there were some really good standouts where you can see how talented he is, you know? And right. I think 
once he develops his artistic side a little bit more, I think he'll have like a really strong album. Yeah. Felt like it was kind of going through a few hits here and there that were kind of like, you should just be trying to make what feels right. Yeah. I liked it, though. I'm looking forward to what's next. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like I said, he's super talented, so I'm sure he's going to be doing something dope. Um, The last song I really got to talk about is Finn by Sid. Um, Mm -hmm. Have you heard it? No, I haven't. Well, you need to hear it. Because <laughs> she's dope. Um, Sid, Sid the Kid is her full name. She's from Internet and Odd Future originally. Mm. She's just dope, man. Like She she sings R&B. She's got pop songs on there. She's got some almost rap songs on there. Like she, It was kind of an album... Mm-hmm. Was more of like almost a mixtape where she's showing off everything that she can do and every like way she's capable of going <laughs> with the music. And a lot of times, I think they get people in trouble, right? Especially artists when they think they can do more than they can actually do. But mm-hmm. this time, like she really, she pretty much nailed everything she did from rapping to pop to R and B to like neo mm-hmm. soul. So, That's if you up. have not heard Finn, it's one of the best albums to come out in February. You need to hear it. Okay. I'll be checking that out, too. <clears throat> but, other than that, that's pretty much all I've been listening to. I guess the last thing, I guess, since this is Music Files, <laughs> could mention there's this supposed rap, well, not rap, I guess female rapper beef <laughs> that I just wanted to uh, get you exactly we gotta talk about this it's a, uh, I mean it happened <laughs> that that happened in between show one and now um um just a quick right. overview so what he's talking about is <laughs> Remy Ma versus Nicki Minaj um uh, Remy Ma came out here first with Sheether. Yeah. The Shima Ether, if you didn't get it. Um, where she went at Nikki's neck. And then she dropped another one. I think it was called another one. Yeah. It was. I don't remember exactly. Because it was weak. But I will say Sheether was... Rima is a can spit. And Sheether, she did go at Nikki pretty hard. Yeah. But... She made a mistake by putting it over the ether beat to me. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't touch that beat. Um, <laughs> no. Should not touch that beat. Right. Um, <laughs> but, nah, I mean, it was cool. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was cool. Yeah. It was just like, for me, it's almost the Drake situation where Nicki is so much of a crossover artist now. It's kind of like, it's not going to hurt her at, at all. Right. It honestly has actually helped. It'll hurt her in the urban, in the more street culture, but it's not going to hurt her like with her main fans. Yeah. Yeah, her album sales went up from all her previous projects. Uh, Nicki Minaj's, because Remy Ma dissed her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Like her debut album sales went up like 80%. 
Like, <laughs> I mean, I hear I hear Nikki threw some light jabs at her. Yeah, Nikki I threw some jabs. Personally, did not check for the songs. Right. So I don't know what she said. Yeah, I mean, but all this beef is. It's not getting real out of beef. hand. All this, this beef, this this beef is getting real corny. It started. All corny. these beefs are real corny, and <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, yeah. I used to love beef, like anybody else, but these are just like what are we're, we're like, at the age of the of the worst rap beefs of all time, basically. Oh, fucking terrible. Yeah, terrible. Like I listened to a uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, rap beefs track and it was killer. I was like, yo, if she released that, like that was like something that could have even came back at Remy Ma. Like it was such a good like, I was like, damn, Queen Latifah even had bars back in the day. She was going in. Because this is like, this is when lyrics matter and what you said matter and if you didn't come correctly, you can her whole fucking career could be over. Look at uh, Cannabis. <laughs> Uh, that hurts. Before he could even really get popping, LL Cool J fucking dead and yeah. all that. So it's it's just a joke now. It's a joke. All, right. all you fucking artists, these big artists are brands now, <laughs> and like most people don't even give a shit anymore. So it's it'll get play, you know, on mixtapes on certain radios, Hot Nine Seven for sure. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's just. It's dead. It's hot. Hip-hop beef is, is corny. Yeah. What's funny, though, the only difference is Nicki Minaj combined, like, what Meek Mill did and what Drake did by, like, <clears throat> not responding. <laughs> and then when she did finally respond, she made it a hot song instead of a, a diss song. So she it was just... There's a song called... um. Uh, no frauds that that she released the same day with another song called um, Changed Up with Lil Wayne. So No Frauds is Lil Wayne, Drake, and Nicki Minaj. And that's the song that everyone's calling the response. But it's basically just her addressing some stuff that she said in like... That Remy Ma said in another one, the second track. So, like, Nikki kind of avoids she threw all together, basically. And it's kind of working for her. <laughs> she got bodied and avoided it, and it worked. So, but that. I don't check for either one of them, honestly. So, honestly, I hope this is the last time I have to talk about a beef with Nicki Minaj and somebody uh... else. Honestly, the jig is up. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's it. You know, I just wanted to put that out there because that was just going through the the radio waves and the rap beef is always something people talk about. Regardless. Yeah, I was trying to avoid talking about that. It was a point in this thing. me back in. Nonetheless, music has been made. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I just want to thank you guys again for stopping through. Coming to check out the music files. This is volume two. Volume two, season two, music files. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. We'll be back shortly 
volume three and we also be back shortly with episode three of the fearless show so stay tuned and subscribe over at living life fearless if you have not done so we have so much content going on over there as well as so much content going up on our youtube channel at living life fearless so check everything we got going on thanks for listening peace peace